Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Practice Squad Jobber Podcast. My name is Brett, and as always, I am here with my co-host, referee Clark Feldman. Clark, how are you? Hey, what's up, Brett? Um, I'm tired. It's 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 been quite a week for me, but I'm here. I'm happy. Things are good. That's good, and uh, wrestling is good. Uh, so uh, let's get into it. Uh, WWE new head of creative Triple H, like we talked about on our last episode. And, a lot of changes, uh, I, though. A lot of changes. I and I'm not gonna lie. I watched Raw last week and SmackDown, and I enjoyed myself. I had a I had a good time watching them. Um, so I I don't want to get ahead of it, everything and be like, oh, WWE's back. But I have hope for the first time in a long time. I think at the end of the day, this is gonna be a real good time for wrestling fans because it's like both yes. products are good. Yes, absolutely. And Tony Khan even uh, mentioned that uh, it's it's nice having like this will bring the best out of him having somebody across the table from him. He was talking about Triple H uh, that can kind of push him from a competition standpoint. So, I mean, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. And I think healthy competition, I think that's going to that's only going to improve both brands. Absolutely. And, you know. I'm I'm sure I'm sure we'll get into it, but just seeing uh, mm-hmm. all of the people that Triple H has reached out to and they've been bringing them yes. back into the fold. Um, sounds like Killer Cross is back. Dexter Loomis is yep. back. Yep. Uh, that just happened a few minutes ago. Sounds like Sasha and Naomi are probably probably on their way back. Dakota Kai, they were able to re-sign EO. Uh, yeah, it's I I'm stoked and I'm glad those people are in a place where they're willing to come back and that they trust triple H and uh, you know, it's only, it's only going to be good for us. Right. I like, I, I don't want to like put on my, like, you know, rose colored glasses here and be like, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, like it's going to be like the classic era of NXT, but um, some of, some of the flops in the main roster now for better or worse, like if they flop it, we can't be like, you know, it was Vince uh, completely not yep. getting it and butchering it. It's, yeah, and I think what we're seeing with AEW right now is uh, having all that talent. It's impossible to push and book everybody. I mean, we're we're seeing uh, Miro not really do much right now, unfortunately. Uh, Andrade, he's having to wrestle with Ric Flair. Uh, uh, Kip has been wearing a bag over his head for the past year or two. Yeah, so I I mean. It's there's going to be good and bad. Uh, I'm hoping with WWE having Triple H as kind of the head of creative again, that uh, there will be enough room for everybody uh, in mainstream wrestling. Even from the bits of Raw I watched, just like mm-hmm. the backstage segments felt like, yes, like a, like a living world instead of like everyone's kind of in their own compartments. I thought that was cool. Yes, and we will get into more of that. Uh, in other WWE news, uh, WWE employees have been banned from trading stock, uh, which is interesting. I wonder are, why. <laughs> yeah, they are currently not allowed to buy or sell any stock that they currently have or they cannot gain any more at this time. Uh, I guess Vince McMahon may have made off like a bandit, but uh, the stock I don't think price... He, I don't think he did. I think he was, he was basically forced to give it up. Okay. 
Uh, well, I'm sure, you know, it was still a nice chunk of chunk of change that he, he walked away with. But yeah, uh, when it was announced that he was gone, stock rose up to $69 a share. Nice. So uh, and investors, everyone seems to be very happy with the direction things were going. And, uh, you know, it's a little validating as, as a fan that uh, even from that world, people were ready uh, for a change. Yeah, definitely. And um, uh, I guess I guess I, I've done my homework today, so I'm, I'm jazzed. Uh, nice. <laughs> Johnny Ace is fired. He's gone. Yep. He's gone, baby. Let the good times roll. Uh, I know. It's official. John Laurinaitis gone and good fucking riddance. Uh, I hope they send him his stuff in a in a trash bag. Yeah. And uh, I mean, maybe some uh, carny indie promotion will have him pop up or something. But I like to think that his time in wrestling is done. Yeah, prob- probably. Yeah. And he nothing of value was lost. No, not at all. Um, also reported that, uh, the last couple years, Vince McMahon was struggling with memory issues when it came to, uh, raw SmackDown and everything that he was overseeing, which, uh, I guess had in part to do with the storylines being dropped and picked up out of nowhere. Um, I mean, he's (laughs) getting up there in age. So, and I mean, only sleeping three hours a day that 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 can't help your mental longevity. I I was about to say, because like. You know, I if I if I'm on like five hours of sleep, I'm just like, yeah, I'm a total space case. Now, yep. being on that for the better half of, I don't know, like 30, 40 years, you know, it's. Yeah, it's going to take it's a, a wonder some point. Yeah, I like, mean, there's always there's always that joke, too, about how, like, he'll forget he's forgotten he's fired. Someone's like, hey, what are you doing here? Uh, you fired yeah. me, sir. Oh, did I? Oh, you're back. Yeah, just yep. it's uh, it, it just feels like a weight is off wrestling shoulders, and uh, I'm not gonna spend too much more time into you know the downfall of Vince McMahon, but it's it's significant news right now. Yeah, um, I mean it's a it's a changing of the guard. Yeah, one that uh, I. <laughs> You know, part of me was I was definitely joking when I thought, you know, Vince is going to outlive all of us. Uh, But, you know, with his work ethic and his persona, I was like, what if somehow he does find the fountain of youth and just Vince never goes away? Right. Or he perfected Dick Clark's technology where he absorbs the soul (laughs) of someone else. And that host becomes the new Dick Clark for a while. Yeah, Triple H starts having uh, heart issues and Vince starts gets eating. stronger. Yeah, <laughs> starts eating steak, uh, steak and ketchup wraps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so SummerSlam happened. We'll go over the highlights. Uh, Bianca and Becky had a really good match. It, it felt like a fight. Um, and uh, at the end of the match, Bianca ends up retaining her title. Uh, Becky holds out her hand to to shake Bianca's hands. Fans are chanting not to because you can't trust Becky. And uh, they shake hands and Becky kind of leaves it at that. Uh, And then we uh, we Bailey makes an appearance. She returns finally. Yeah. Talking about when she's going to return for months now. Um, Been a while, but good to have her back. Yeah. But uh, she didn't come alone. 
Um, Dakota Kai uh, came out, and as Corey Graves yelled on uh, commentary, uh, she wasn't even on the WWE roster. And uh, I guess it was very last minute that she appeared at SummerSlam, but they got it done. And uh, the third person to come in, EO Sky, last we heard about her was uh, it was reported she was going to be leaving to go back to Japan and uh, actually got a little bit of detail on her resigning. Uh, she was turning down uh, contracts to be on NXT. She, she wanted the main roster and perfect timing. Triple H takes over, offers her a main roster deal. She takes it, and EO Shirai, now EO Sky, is uh, main roster bound. And with this faction of Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO, what are your thoughts on that? Um, that's like that's like a Shimmer era, like dream uh, yeah. faction. I guess this faction was pitched to Vince McMahon, and he had turned it down. And uh, Triple H immediately made this a thing. Uh, so, again, just... I feel like, like said, that's going to be a reoccurring theme, like as we go yes. through this. And like you said, you don't want to look into it in with rose colored glasses and everything's great. Uh, but God, it's been so dark for so long. <laughs> we can't help it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 fun to get excited for, you know, some of this stuff again. Yeah, it's I was excited to watch Raw. I can't tell you the last time I felt that yeah probably a decade or more for me it's, like yeah it's been a long time uh outside of like the the raw after mania because then you know you got the bizarre mm-hmm. world crowd right um so if it wasn't for the main event i think the match of the night would have been shockingly logan paul versus the miz was really good uh logan Logan's paul a natural he is and love him or hate him the dude belongs and he's proved that uh, he had this insane frog splash uh onto the mist to the announcer table kids got it he's he, he's he's so good just naturally you can tell he's working at it too it's not like he's just rolling into a ring not working out um but the most interesting spot for me from this match wasn't even the frog splash, and it wasn't even uh, Logan Paul or Miz. It was Tommaso Ciampa. And I don't know if you caught this, but uh, the referee ejected him from ringside. Ciampa goes and grabs a chair, sits down in it, and says no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, what's the referee going to do? <laughs> yeah, it's like you kind of did your job and – uh it's you're making sure that he doesn't interfere in the match and you've still got a match to ref so yeah but Chapa just grabs a chair sits down now what are you gonna do and i'm you know i'm surprised that hasn't been done before i'm sure it hasn't like some indie scene somewhere but that's the first i remember seeing it yeah (laughs) i'm shocked darren corbin hasn't done something like that to you you know, you, you never know. It might it might happen or like some variation of might. Yeah. Uh, but AJ Styles came out to play Enforcer and uh, forcibly removed Tommaso Ciampa. But uh, that was that was a fun little spot for me. And I like the creativity with it. Um, Edge is back. Uh, he's got short hair again and he's a baby face now. And he is making it his mission to end Judgment Day. Uh, so good to have Edge back. Uh He's kind of like John Connor. 
Yeah. Doesn't look <laughs> like a quite the rated R superstar character is back uh, as it had been reported by Brian Alvarez. Um, is it just me or does it seem like Alvarez is missing more than he's been hitting on some of his reports lately? A little bit back. I, someone had brought it up on, on Reddit that there's probably a lot of different factions now within the WWE yeah. that are feeding them different bits and pieces. And I love a good faction. I really do. I'm so glad that this is getting better. Um, uh, sorry, enough of kissing Triple H's ass. Um, we had uh, in what was definitely the worst match of the night, uh, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Uh, yeah. Liv, Liv beats Ronda in a very sloppy match uh, in very questionable fashion. The finish is... Uh, Liv is pinning Ronda, but Ronda's got an arm bar on. Uh, the ref counts to three, but at two, Liv taps out. The ref doesn't see it, um, which by itself, like, okay, interesting enough finish, but the match was sloppy. It was very short. Uh, we find out later that the match is short because Miz and Logan Paul went long. Um, but, uh, yeah. It was cool it to see the, the rings of Saturn, though. Yeah. And, Shout out uh, Perry crowd, Saturn. Yes. And crowd wasn't into the match at all. It was just sloppy from start to finish. The ending was kind of like, what the fuck? And uh, crowd turned on Liv when she appeared at SmackDown. And, uh, you know, she's supposed to be a baby face. And, you know, she's happy with the chicken shit heel win. And uh, crowd's going to turn. And they did. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, a lot of the WWE roster uh, displeased with how the fans are treating Liv right now. Uh, but price of admission, you've got, you've got the right to cheer or boo. Yeah, and also, I've noticed that's the thing now. They're not pumping in all the artificial cheering or booing. Yeah, I, I'm glad, and I'm, I imagine that was a Triple H decision as well. Um, I'm glad that there's the end to that because, God, even a few weeks ago, if they heard she was getting booed, they would have piped in that fake crowd noise. Yeah, yep. Just you'd hear like the oh yeah, the the crowd noise. It'd suddenly go mute. Yep. But uh, you know, it's this might be a good little test for Liv. You know, facing some adversity. Let's see how she responds and handles it. Uh, she hasn't really had to face adversity like this uh, from the fans. I mean, she's always really kind of been beloved. I mean, from NXT to the Riot Squad to uh, to her her becoming champ in her solo run and her tag team with Rhea. So we'll, we'll see how she responds to this. And then our main event, uh, which, you know, like everybody else, I wasn't super stoked to see another Roman Brock match, but I got to say the guys killed it. This was I fantastic. Was sports entertained. Yes. Uh, Brock comes out on a tractor. Uh, <laughs> That's going to be iconic. Like right up there with like yeah. uh, angle and the milk truck. Yes. And uh, Brock leaping off the tractor to attack Roman. Like, I, I think we forget how good of an athlete Brock is. Like, dude used to do 450 splashes. I mean, dude's amazing. Yeah, and uh, for a man that size, it's like he, they turn physics off for him. Right. It's just not fair. Um, I think my favorite line that Pat McAfee says when in regards to uh, Brock Lesnar is if the aliens were to come, and there was one person we had to send to challenge the aliens for our, for Earth. 
we would send Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah, that. <laughs> I love how his brain works. <laughs> I like that. I've. Yep, if I wasn't is, already uh, sold on Pat. I, I love Pat. I really do. Um, but I was a Pat shill before he became a wrestler. I, I liked his, uh, his football stuff. I love his show every day. Uh, those guys are hilarious. Uh, but Roman ends up beating Brock. Uh, Heyman took a hell of a bump here. Yeah, I was going to say, R.A.P. Heyman, F5 through yeah. the announce table. Good for him taking bumps at his age. But uh, it was it was a banger of a match. Uh, it took the Usos. It took stacking Lesnar. It took Heyman shenanigans. Uh, Lesnar lifting the ring with his tractor with Roman in it. It was just, it was a damn good match. Uh very, like you said, very sports entertaining. Uh, and I enjoyed it for what it was. And SummerSlam was a lot better than I, w- I thought it was going to be going in. Yeah, I had the bar super low. I thought this Me was going to be another dud. But, uh, I, I mean, again, having hope. Um, let's get this out of the way next. Uh, Ric Flair had his last match, uh, supposedly. And, yeah, supposedly. Uh, I mean, like, I watched the pre-show because... Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was cool to see old man through when the uh, the bunkhouse battle royal. Yeah. The rest of it, I was like, yeah, I'm not paying for this. Um, nope. I'm good. So uh, Rick comes out and he's already noticeably limping. Um, match was not good. Uh, there's no way you can sugarcoat and sprinkle it. Uh, it again, looked like I- he needed a lot of help from the referee at the end. I saw the clips yeah. of it on Twitter. Like, like he, he was having a hard time drinking water. It's again, the doctor who cleared him should have their license revoked. Uh, <laughs> and, and then on top of that, they do a fake heart attack. I was spot. about to say, yeah, fake heart attack. Like, for what an the f- like Charlotte Flair must have been fuming backstage right in front like, of like Foley and uh, some other oh, folks. God, uh, he. He struggled with a lot. He says that he doesn't remember half the match because he he passed out. Like, but I mean, in the Carney world of wrestling, it is deemed a success. Almost five thousand cable pay per view buys, twenty to twenty five thousand stream buys, uh, sixty six hundred in person attendance. Just the in person attendance made four hundred eighty thousand dollars. So, good it's grief, been deemed a success. Yep, it's been deemed a success, so I'm sure we'll see more of this, but uh, hopefully <laughs> just not from Rick. Um, I don't God, know. He, was... he did make a an appearance with Andrade in Puerto Rico. Yes. Uh, it, like, as soon as I saw that, I said it to you, and you just sent the facepalm emoji, and I thought he was going to be wrestling again, and I was ready to go on this rant of he got all of you. Like, but oh yeah, because nope. like it would have been in the tiny fine print. Like that was his last match ever in the U.S., but not yes. like the minor territories or North America yep. in general. <laughs> and, and I was ready to be like, when has Ric Flair told the truth about anything? Like, why do people still believe everything he does? But anyway, uh, had his last match. It was god awful. Uh, I'm sure to be there in person, it was a, a fun spectacle. Cody Rhodes was there. A lot of people from WWE and AEW uh, came together to celebrate Rick's career. 
Uh, Kid Rock was there because he was there. Yep, he existed. Uh, <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, we're not going to talk about the Kid Rock SummerSlam moment. Ugh. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> if I if I never see Kid Rock suck face again on camera, that'll be just just fine with me. I'm I, oh. yeah. I, I like to I like to keep my my life pretty Kid Rock free. Although it was pretty funny that he no showed this uh, concert in North Dakota and all the fans threw oh, it and started God. tearing things down. They were big mad, big mad. They even got shirts to commemorate it. Of course they did. Um, that that's a story for another podcast. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of them January six podcasts or something. Yeah. Uh, Sasha and Naomi uh, re-signed with WWE reportedly, um, and there were they were both present at a meet and greet recently. Uh, yep, Clark, uh, I'm sure you've seen the pictures of the photos of meet and greets with Sasha. What are your thoughts on the uh, invisible barrier between Sasha and the fans? I get it, just because she's such a big name, and mm-hmm. um. We're, we're not going to go down this road and turn it into like a 30 minute rant here, but you know, I think it, I think it's necessary with the, some of the fans, like just not, yeah. Not recognizing good boundaries. Yeah. And it sucks for the rest of the fans who, you know, do just want to meet Sasha and get a picture with her and have a 30 second conversation with her. Cause you know, she's so many people's heroes, but like, if you were paying however much it was to do a meet and greet with Sasha, wouldn't you be a little bummed? Um, a little bit, but I guess, you know, we're still in a pandemic. Yeah. Which is fair. Um, yeah, I, I mean, guess, uh, Starcast, uh, a lot of people ended up getting COVID from that. Uh, shout out to Laura. Hope you get better soon, girl. Um, and, uh, national sports, collector's convention ended up being a super spreader event glad i missed this year's uh so yeah unfortunately pandemic's not over so multiple yeah, reasons um, for sasha to do what she did i understand it but had it been me i would i would have been a little upset and eh, like i i would have been understanding like i i probably want to spend the money on the meet and greet too though right yeah all right uh next story um we got some video game news, Clark. Uh, yeah, AEW, I've been hyped. Yeah, AEW Fight Forever. Clark, we're getting mini games. Yeah, I'm all about the mini games. Like I, I have fond memories of Tekken Three, where they had like the beat 'em up mini game, and um, Mortal like, Kombat had some mini games back in the day that were super fun. Pokemon Stadium. God, yep. I, I, I I love just, it. I just like the the mini games. Like I don't expect them to be like flushed out or any good, but like if they go like full like I don't know, you can unlock Captain Insano if you play the baseball like home run yeah. derby mode, things like that. Like that would that would be that, that would scratch a deep and nostalgic itch. And like I, the first person I pictured was a listener of the show Jake and his daughters playing. Like mini game, the mini game mode is going to be such a good way to introduce that younger uh, kid audience to it, where you can play with your parents and, you know, your siblings and have fun without having to be super good at video games. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm, God, I know Katie and I are going to play the shit out of the mini game mode. Um, I'm, but- I'm also curious too, like uh, they announced, I think 
we're gonna get into like all the game modes like there's gonna be a lights yes. out uh yep. there's gonna be a proper no <laughs> no <laughs> I rope know where exploding. you're going with this yes no rope exploding barbed wire match and um it sounds like the casino battle royale that that might be yeah. like full multiplayer like that not could just... be interesting that, that, so, that would be cool if uh you can get into a lobby and you know mm -hmm. have 20 of your buds yep on amazon it still has the placeholder date of december 31st have we been updated at all with a new with a soft release date or anything i've heard I rumors of november but like nothing okay. confirmed gotcha um also a lot yeah, of people in the roster that like it seems like they snuck them in yes yeah uh i i'm sure they heard the feedback from hearing how small the roster was gonna be uh i'm glad that they're doing something about it um uh other aew news um all aew has filed a trademark for all elite women and based on the categories of the trademark for what they're doing it for it has led to speculation that aew will be starting an all-women show uh, whether it's a one-off event or a weekly show, we don't know. Um, but we, we've talked about talked about the biggest criticism AEW faces is how they present their women's division. So this this could be a nice little shot in the arm for AEW. I say bring in Prazak and some of the old Shimmer crew since Shimmer has yet to I announce uh, if they're going to run again. So. Uh, there is another women's promotion that did announce uh, that they will be continuing, and that is um, WOW, Women of Wrestling. And um, I forget the date. Maybe you can look that up real quick. Uh, but AJ Lee will still be with them. They did dump Tessa Blanchard. Uh, yep, she's nice. no longer there after that uh, fiasco. And we won't get into Warrior Wrestling, and people just don't learn. How many times do I, we have to teach you this lesson, old man? Um, <laughs> yeah. it sounds like it sounds like the premiere is uh September 17th, so it's coming up. All right. Yeah, so uh I I I'm hopeful for it. I'm hopeful the like I understand being upset about the Tessa Blanchard thing, trust me, and this is not going to be like a in defense of Tessa or anything like that. Um yeah, no. I understand being pissed at the promotion itself, but don't take it out on the workers. Um I do believe that the promotion deserves a shot to be viewed, uh, in especially in support of the roster. Um, what are your thoughts on that? When a promotion goofs the way that they did and then whether or not they deserve a second chance. Um, it depends on how they proceed, how they like mm -hmm. uh, try to try to make do. Yeah, fair enough. Um, MJF is still quote unquote unreachable. Uh, talent has not been able to get a hold of him friends uh sources uh nobody mjf is still dark apparently um and only two people seem to know what's going on and that's mjf and tony khan uh if this remains to be a work uh we are being being played like a fiddle but we'll we'll yeah. see but <laughs> i mean yeah there's just there's no information no update MJF, uh, no news there. Um, and sad news, CM Punk probably won't be cleared for All Out, unfortunately. Um, 
my hope is that he still makes an appearance, comes out, cuts a little promo for the crowd. I think that'll still happen. Uh, did you Mick... see the video? Yeah. Does uh, the Mick Foley you... thing? Sorry. Yes. Did you see the video uh, that came out today of him and Danhausen in a comic book shop? Oh, where uh, he demands that Danhausen buys him expensive comics for uh, using to go to sleep. Yeah, Danhausen demands CM Punk buy ah, some expensive okay. comics. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, for using for stealing the go to sleep from Danhausen, and it, it's a very funny video. Uh, I love the chemistry those two have together. Uh, I need a Danhausen CM Punk tag team run at least once at some point. You know, just a general like uh, Danhausen sitcom. I'm I'm all about it. <laughs> He's gonna be a TV star at some point. Has oh, to absolutely! Be. Like, I'm I'm not sure with all like the TV like. Uh, TV merger stuff, but like if they can get him in, in as like a movie host before as a lead in, mm-hmm. like like a dinner in a movie or TNT Monster Vision, like anything like that, like that would be primo. Oh my god, yeah, have him as a host of something like that. Have TNT freaking have a Halloween special hosted by Dan Housen. Yeah, absolutely. Be, it'd be like it'll be like the old uh, like Mystery Science Theater uh, turkey yeah. day marathons. God, just leaving money on the table. Shame on you, TNT. Um, so uh, WWE, let's jump over there. Uh, Triple H has loosened up promos. Uh, talent that is trusted uh, to do promos are no longer uh, expected to memorize promos line for line. Uh, it took Drew McIntyre all of five seconds with his first non-scripted promo to use quote-unquote tribal queef. Um, so, <laughs> so good for Drew. Uh, yeah. But they they were saying uh, the uh, Drew McIntyre Sheamus match from a couple weeks ago on SmackDown that went a half hour. Uh, we didn't see a whole lot of good wrestling that went a half hour in previous months. Um, yeah, not at all. On the fly. Uh, instead of it being booked spot for spot, they let they let the guys call it in the ring. Yeah, what a what a concept! You you let <laughs> you let the professionals do what they do best. <laughs> but the match was a banger, and uh, it sounds like we're going to see more of that. The talent that they know uh, can do stuff like that. I'm sure others, you know, may still need the fully scripted stuff, but. Uh, you know, it's just, it's another positive. Yeah, and I think it's it going to be now, like, maybe the role of the agents and the producers is going to be like, hey, like, here's a couple bullet points, but other than that, like, you know, go yeah, nuts. The way it should be. Mm-hmm. Like, I completely understand the need uh, to have, you know, talent tell the story that you want, but, like, God, if they know what they're doing, like, hindering them just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and it it gets to be a very, like, uh, just it gets to be just paint by numbers watching match after match where it's just like, yeah, uh, <laughs> same or, hold, same lockups. Like, yeah, you just sub in like one or two of their signature moves, and then you're seeing the same four feuds for two months, just over and over and over. But uh, yeah, it, again, another breath of fresh air, and it has been reported by Sean Ross Sapp and Fightful that uh, WWE talent backstage is quote-unquote excited and hopeful. And I think that speaks for all of us at this point. Yeah, because, like, maybe even... 
like a half year to a year ago, like uh, morale was at like all time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, we'll, we'll keep waiting and seeing. Um, And another positive WWE news. Imagine this Clark, the terms wrestler and wrestling are no longer banned in WWE. Holy shit. Now you're probably (laughs) be able to say like belts matches. Uh, Did you catch Michael Cole's? little dig on commentary i i think so or at least like it popped yeah. up in my feed enough so uh cory graves had said uh something because they they go back and forth had said something about i i liked you better when you weren't allowed to have an opinion and michael cole said that's changed a lot has changed and <laughs> yeah, it yep. sounds like people are enjoying michael cole's commentary again yeah like forgot how good he was when he was allowed to, you know, just do what he does best. Yeah. Like, uh, just seeing like his, his, his passion behind some of the, some of the calls yeah. It's like, Whoa, okay. It's like, and he has like said working alongside, go ahead. People reference like the beast in the East pay-per-view where he just got to go out there and do their thing. And it's like, yo, like that was when, when Cole doesn't have someone in his ear, like he's legit good. Yeah, and he has said uh, that having Pat McAfee next to him has rejuvenated his love for the job uh, just because of how animated Pat is and how much just excitement he brings to the job. So, and and you know what? I was I was skeptical because I haven't been a big Michael Cole fan since he was teamed with Taz. Uh, but it, the Pat McAfee, Michael Cole announced team, they're in probably my top two right now. For, ah, okay. for announced teams. Um, also, referees are starting to like you know have yeah. things like names and stuff now. What is that madness? <laughs> Refs are people too, Clark. Yeah, well, apparently, <laughs> shocker. Yeah, now, now we got our names back, like a little personality, a little flair. Like this is madness. We might we might see refs with tattoo sleeves soon. You know? Yeah, because I, I was told like. Uh, Till the till the old man's out the door, like uh, that's that's a no go. Well, uh, the, the old man's out the door, so uh, you know, stand stand by that phone, Clark. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's gonna be ringing off the hook. I don't know. Any minute now. Um, let's see here. Carry uh, and Cross and Scarlet made their return. They jumped Drew McIntyre, and uh, they beat his ass good. Um, yeah, it sounds and- like he's already slotted to be like the number two heel. Yeah, and Katie was very upset to see her guy Drew McIntyre getting uh getting beat up, and uh, yeah, she saw him come out in a wife beater and some jeans, and I could not get her attention to save my life. <laughs> she loves that man, but uh, Scarlet carrying Cross back, and I yeah, like you said, they're already being slotted in number two T. Heel, uh, Scarlet actually being on the main roster with Karrion Cross. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. What a crazy concept that is. Plus, it's like uh, they, they said, like, uh, down the road, there's also options for her to wrestle if she wants. Yeah. And, and she can go. That might surprise people who didn't yep. watch, like, her Impact stuff or her indie stuff. But Scarlet, like, she's no slouch. Not too shabby. And yeah. plus, I mean, I... Like what? What's Killer Cross up to, anyways? Because I, I don't think uh, Control Your Narrative uh, tour really worked out for him. No, and that's such a shame. I probably shouldn't say that. I know some of our listeners uh, were were fans of that. Uh, just wasn't for me. 
Nah, um, not for me either. Nah, I, yep. They couldn't control their narrative, so sounds like their tour <laughs> tour ended. Probably Clark. probably shouldn't have routed it through a bunch of music venues, but I I digress. Yep, it's their promotion. They can do what they want with it. Yeah, just double check, make sure that your venues can actually host a wrestling ring. I don't know. <laughs> Beats me. Um, women ta- women's <laughs> tag team tournament uh, started tonight on Raw um, as we're recording. And uh, the teams announced were kind of head scratchers. Uh, we've got teams like Zia Lee and Shotzi, uh, Alexa Bliss and Asuka. Um, That's actually a Dave. cool team. I'd be yeah, about that. Yeah, that one I'm excited about. I, I'm really, and uh, I guess Alexa Bliss came out tonight without the doll. So she's back to the goddess gimmick, which is, God, it's about damn time. Um, other teams were Dana Brooke and Tamina. Um, I, I, I mean, that. Never mind. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there was just some head scratching teams. Uh, it seems like it's set up for Sasha and Naomi to come back and reclaim their titles. They are not um, in the tournament, but I imagine they will be the number one contenders at the end of it, or there will be an injury angle and they'll pop in uh, something like that. Yeah, because I'm I'm looking at the bracket right now, and just on on the opposite opposite side, yeah, we got Raquel Rodriguez and Leah, which good good on Aaliyah. like she's yep been around for forever now. Uh, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark, I'm guessing those are uh, NXT call ups. NXT, yep, yep. And Natalia and Sonia Deville, so I'm guessing it would probably be Zia Lee or Shati or uh, Natalia and Sonia for uh, that side of the bracket. Yeah, and then I think I definitely going to be Alexa and Asuka. Um, no yeah. question. And who are uh, Tamina and uh, Dana Brooke facing? Eoskai and Dakota Kai. Oh, yeah. That, so it'll be, yeah. Okay. I think the semifinals could be interesting. Uh, opening opening bracket, maybe not so much, but, uh, you know, I'll but give them the benefit of the doubt. Never know. Like, this is, this is a new era. They, they could be, you know... They can be told, like, hey, go out there and steal the show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to, yeah, that's that's a good point. Like, how many of these people can go that we just don't know about because they've never been allowed to? It's like, like, Natalia on social media, is, she's absolutely incredible, absolutely hilarious. So, like, maybe she gets to, like, show some of that personality uh, on TV, like, like that. Fans that might could get be... behind her again. Yeah. I mean that that poor woman. I mean, God, her first gimmick was what? Like a farting gimmick? Like Yeah. Like she's never exactly been given a whole lot to work with. She's she's managed to, you know, take the cliche and make a chicken salad out of chicken shit. She, yeah, she has. Um Yeah, so a uh, couple more things and then I think we're out of here. Uh Let's talk about Russell Queerdom, since that seems to be blowing up the timeline. Yeah. Uh, Clark, what do you know? Uh, sounds like the promoter. Um, <laughs> seems like each time I refresh, there, there's a lot of lot more, lot more attitude. But from my understanding, uh, promoter ran a show, but didn't have the money to pay all the talent. All the talent or yeah. a lot of the people involved, like... Someone custom painted the canvas. Uh, a lot of people created merch specific for the event. Uh, it, it looks like somewhere around uh, the side of like $5,000 to $6,000. Uh, 
lot of lot of inner a couple of international flights as well. There was Oof. some concern that you know they weren't going to be able to score a flight home like right away. Like they might be stranded here. But I, it sounds like uh, Kid Bandit and some other people rose the occasion to make sure people are taken care of. Wow. Which good on good Kid them. Bandit, but yeah, it also sucks that it came down to that. Yeah. But again, just nothing but positive things to say about Kid Bandit. Just oh, absolutely, just like be a wonderful person. Like they're 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 great, but it's it, you know it's just also a bummer that they they had to step up and you know yeah. try to try to write. It shouldn't this have wrong. had to be their place. Yeah, I will say I do like seeing the stories come up about how like Eric Cannon talks about the time a promoter tried this on him and uh, a group of talents. Uh, Clark, any show that you've been on where you've seen a promoter try to pull some shifty shenanigans? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep the, we'll keep this a very reader's digest version, but yeah, uh, promoter, I think walked out, walked out of the show on it, walked out of the show during intermission allegedly like there's some money that needed to be shuffled around but it looked like he was gone uh oh no people took inventory and considered uh you know tearing down the ring and uh, all other stuff and selling it for scrap unfortunately like the the company is sold to someone else so they were there there were a lot of tense conversations and eventually uh the money was around yeah, I uh, if you're going to pull one over on a group of talent, uh, maybe don't book the people who are going to make sure that the money is there, whether it be by force or any other necessary means. But yeah, that's that's, that's one I've heard from uh, from a lot of the people that have been around where like promoter doesn't have the money. Uh, they get marched to the ATM mm-hmm. uh, stuff gets sold off or. Uh, or a little bit of both. Like, I just, I don't understand, like, how, like, how, how anybody would be okay with that. Like, how they could sleep at night knowing, oh, yeah, I'm not going to pay any of these people. Like, do they just not think that they're going to have to face anybody about that? Yeah, I, I, I don't know the logic there. I can't understand it at all. Um, uh, big announcement for the Mall of America show for First Wrestling uh buddy of yours is coming back yeah good old good old oc the uh the freshly squeezed uh, fellow himself that was cool to find that out like i had no idea i called the hotline same as everyone else and uh got the voice message and i was like holy shit all right (laughs) the hotline so good i uh props to john maddening and uh first wrestling and their twitter just god making it so much fun <laughs> yeah and it sounds like sounds like pepsi's one of the sponsors now too they're they're on board Ooh. getting getting some uh some legit sponsors i'm sure paps will be along at some point uh i'm telling you this is gonna get picked up by fight or somebody somebody's gonna pick this up because there's no way you can have a significant wrestling moment in history like this and not have it uh get picked yeah. up it's gonna yeah, like super documented yes I'm, and, I'm just uh, hoping that since Pepsi Zero Sugar is uh, one of the sponsors, like they're going to send me home with a couple of nice cases of Dr. Pepper. Might be a good payday for old Clark Feldman. Yeah, I mean, I put away some Pepsi Zero Sugar as well. Like, 
yeah, might come in handy for those uh, those gaming streams. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Take a break from the hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> I'm sure your stomach will thank you. Oh, um, yeah. So as announced on our Twitter, you can follow us at PSJ Pod. Uh, we've announced our first two guests for our uh, watch party for AEW All Out. That'll be on September 4th. It'll be on YouTube. Uh, so the first guest we announced is uh, adult film star Jordan Max, who is a massive wrestling fan and just one of the sweetest person that persons that you'll ever meet. Uh, very excited to have her on the show. Uh, she's going to be joining us. Pod. Yes, she's going to be joining us for the full event. Uh, we've got uh, Eric Morrison, uh, promoter and owner of Time Bomb Pro Wrestling. Uh, we just announced that today. of Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of time bomb, uh, uh, I won a match there the uh, the other I night. saw that. You, I don't you know how it happens every now and then here and there. Every once in a while, I mean, I gotta try and fight for that 500 spot in the PWI. <laughs> you, That's you a pretty win notable win. What's yes. that? You got to win over Corbin. You got to win over Effie. Yeah, I, I won like the I won like two titles. One was like the. Uh, the uh, Toxic Avenger title from uh, Fantasy Cosplay Wrestling. Okay. So I think I might have won it off of uh, Toxic the Toxie himself, but someone else quickly grabbed it. It wasn't a long reign. We gonna see you retire the stripes and put on the singlet? <laughs> no, not not unless there's a lot of money. <laughs> I pay to I, see it. Oh, what's this about uh, John Moxley wanting to speak with you? I, you know, it wasn't until after the fact that uh, fans were like, wait, wait a minute. Like, uh, Effie's got a match coming up against John Moxley for the GCW uh, world title. Uh, it's a number one contenders match. You just pin the man. Technically, you're the number one contender. Uh, I think uh, that's that's a match where uh, I would have a sudden in illness or back injury uh right before said match <laughs> oh yeah absolutely I was, I was telling effie like you know this was a flash pin like uh i gotta have time to prepare um like uh i i can you I, prepare I for john this... moxley <laughs> yeah like how i don't i don't see this going anywhere like it's 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 gonna be either not good to like holy shit this is not good for me yeah, I'll be in your corner with the towel, Clark. I'll, I'll make sure to, to throw it when, when... Probably opening lockup, he'll be, like, throwing <laughs> in, like, all right, he's done, he's done. <laughs> like, no one's going to want to pay money to see me get my ass kicked. Oh, I think a lot of people would want to pay money to see that. I really do. <laughs> it, it'd be, like, five minutes of me getting, like, thrown around and put through stuff, like... Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> uh clark anything else you got for us no not really like that was that was the big one like uh fans were trying to meme that into reality <laughs> you know uh maybe maybe we'll see something maybe we'll see something at some point uh but yeah i think that'd be fun you uh you do an old michael cole get in there for a match you train <laughs> for a bit yeah i trained for a bit i mean I, you I got still... you got some moves Every every now and again, but you know, not not enough to where like for a world title match you're gonna be if your expectations are anywhere near like 
I'm trying to think of a real dud of a match in recent times. Probably like great Kelly's like WWE run. It's it's gonna be around there for match quality. Clark, the let's stay positive here. Uh, they can't <laughs> scout you. Yeah, I guess there's that. Like there's there's, there's uh, no the tape element out of, there. <laughs> there's the element of surprise. <laughs> Just gonna come in with a super kick and a 450 splash and one two three Clark Feldman, new GCW champion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that'll be a long, prosperous reign, too. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure next in line will be somebody like Nick. Nick, <laughs> it'll be like the it'll be like the murderers row of like people that I I, I have no business being across the ring from. They'll bring and, back and Nick somehow, Cage. They'll bring back yeah. like Meng for a title run. Like just all the scariest and, dudes. And somehow some freak thing happens to where you come out on top like uh like the ref has to stop nick gage over a really bad sliver or something i don't know this is all oh, tough hey we're getting out in the weeds i, I think, I think this, is, this is to go home all right everybody thank you for listening again you can follow us at twitter on twitter at psj pod uh clark you uh you've got your twitch channel you are also running on tiktok now yeah, I got a stream key for TikTok. Um, posting stuff pretty regularly to YouTube. Um, it's nice and easy. Uh, all across the board, Ref Clark Feldman. Twitch, yeah. TikTok, YouTube, um, Twitter, Instagram. I think that's about it for the socials. That's a good rundown of them. Must be nice having an editor on the books. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah, you got to hire him. He's, he's reasonable and uh, it's uh, it's nice to just Turn I'm getting to the content. point where, uh, where, where I'm not too far away from that phone call. So, <laughs> all right, all right. But tonight I will be up till the wee hours of the morning doing this one. So, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, you'll, we will catch you next week with our next episode. And really looking forward to the watch along uh, again. That'll be September 4th for All Out on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter for more updates. Uh, take care and stay safe. Peace.